Smartcast. You are listening to a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello and welcome to Mint. I am Nasreen Sultana. You are listening to All Things Markets, where I speak to experts analyzing the big trends moving the stock markets. Despite the stock markets hitting record highs this year, some investors have turned cautious on equities. In fact, both our securities have warned that a correction is likely in the near term. Analysis of past bull and bear faces of Indian stock markets show after a rally of about 75 weeks with an average 106% return, markets typically correct about 30% over a 4 month period considering that the current rally in indian equities yielded 118% returns over 73 weeks both our securities sees limited further runway in light of emerging risk in near term so i am in conversation with amisha india equity strategist both our securities to understand what are the big concerns hi amish welcome to the show My pleasure. Thank you, Nafeen. Ah, uh, so Amish, amidst all the optimism that's there in the stock markets in India, at least, ah, uh, you released a report uh, last week about uh, you know with some warnings, and uh, you see the stock markets uh, actually correcting from here on. So, what leads to ah uh, this kind of uh, you know, if I can say, a warning uh, signal that you have released? Absolutely. Uh, so look, markets have done very well uh, so far last year and YTD this year. Uh, if you look at the flows, uh, FII flows particularly, last year India within the emerging markets got a record twenty-three billion dollars of inflows. This calendar year so far we've got another uh, prior to July when we started seeing outflows. and uh, on the back of that if you look at market valuations we believe they have now got too pricey uh, nifty particularly is now trading at 19 and a half times two year forward earnings which is around 8% premium to the to to a two standard deviation plus uh, you know that got us little worried uh, we have come up with some bottom up reasons why we are concerned near term from a valuation perspective uh and that that makes us a little cautious on the markets right now but we can get into some details as we go along uh, you see the markets especially the nifty uh, falling around 9% uh is there any particular reason or what are the triggers according to you that could maybe trigger a sell off yeah so first i would say retail activity uh, recently has been uh, quite a lot so if you, if i would give you a couple of numbers long term retail as a percentage of total market volumes has been about 46% there are only two times where we've seen the numbers spike above 60 uh, once it was post gfc uh, you know where uh, you know retail uh, volumes went up to about 65 or percent of the total market volumes right now over last 18 months again the average number has been 64 and very recently retail had gone to 80 plus percent of total volumes so all of that we think is now coming under pressure especially given the muted ipo listing recently 
uh, we think that the levered retail position are uh, likely to be under stress and they are likely to pull out as well uh, and that is bigger risk for the mid and the small cap stocks in comparison to the large caps but that is one of our key concerns uh, second valuations we spoke about already third uh, we do feel that consensus earnings are likely to now get downgraded actually we worry about consumer discretionary sector where uh, we think that the demand relative to the expectations is lower and the ability to take price hikes uh, in the current muted demand environment is not there uh, on the other hand commodity prices obviously have shot up so there could be margin pressures and then uh, you know even the commodity rally we think is likely to reverse and if that happens uh, specifically earnings for uh, you know the metals companies or the energy companies uh, we think it could be at risk of downgrades as well do you see a fatigue in the retail uh, segment now not yet uh, i would argue but you know uh, given the listings of ipos especially some of the smaller ones uh, you know is not very upbeat you know you would recollect the days even in july where uh, on an average listings used to be 50 to 100% up stocks on the on the day one of listing itself versus that if you compare it in august uh, you know the numbers have now come down to like early double digits kind of gains uh, that i think is much lower than expectations that retail investors had uh, and as you know a large part of this retail is on the back of levered funding uh, so if the listings are muted uh, it doesn't cover up necessarily for the cost of funding uh that you that the uh, you know cost of the borrowed funds particularly and that uh, could be, be one of the reasons why the oversubscriptions that you spoke about or the magnitude of the oversubscriptions that you spoke about uh you know i do believe there's a there's a reason to believe why that may come down near term what do you think about the domestic institutional flow will do you think that will continue uh the short answer is yes nasreen uh, we think that the domestic mutual fund industry will continue to get inflows mm. uh, especially as the retail activity or the retail direct activity into the markets taper down i think they will find their way into the markets through mutual funds uh, on the fii side however uh, we do think that there may be a transitory pause uh, to the flows uh, you, you would recollect that you know up until june ytd this year uh, we had got about uh, you know 8 and 1/2 billion dollars of fii flows which is the which was the second highest just after brazil uh, but since july we have started seeing outflows from the fii side uh, in the month of july we saw about 1.5 billion dollars of outflow uh, in the month of august so far uh, you know it has been about a outflow about of about 800 million additional so so fii's i think uh, may start pulling money out near term uh, on the back of the taper talks uh, you know that may lead to us bond yields going up Uh, and the money may gravitate more towards the us bonds therefore uh, but in the on the domestic side i think domestic mutual funds will continue to get flows and especially uh, through the sips uh, which as we saw last month uh, they got a record inflow of 1.3 billion us hmm. okay so uh, according to you what are the key concerns uh, 
that could lead to the outflow of fi money from indian equities uh, this is as besides the uh, you know fed tinkering the rates but besides that are there any other concern by fi is regarding india not much uh, you know they do believe that the economic revival in india is for real mm. uh, the economy is coming back quite nicely uh, but as i said earlier their valuations itself uh, are a concern uh, for india now uh, we are at all time high valuations and especially in the context of uh, you know the lofty earnings expectations as well mm. which which if if they do get downgraded and i think there are certain pockets uh, i spoke about consumer discretionary energy material sectors where i do think that consensus earnings do have a reasonable scope of being downgraded uh, so that i think will be an additional worry for the market but the big worry really is about uh, the macro globally mm. okay but uh, do you think this is there is a dichotomy uh, because uh, on one hand of course there is a concern about uh, fed tinkering the rates maybe by end of uh, you know next year or maybe beginning of uh, next year but uh, also at the same time uh, the delta variant of covid is rising also leading to lockdowns in various countries so do you think that uh, one may lead to the other no you are very right uh, you know as a matter of fact the reason why there is not a consensus on uh, whether the taper will happen or not is exactly on the back of the delta variant uh, you know spreading quite rapidly in most parts of the world right now uh, including in the us uh, you know so so if i if i were to talk about what my global rate strategies are talking about uh, so let's say versus the us 10 year bond yields at about 1.25% currently uh, they believe that either it will swing on the positive and go to 1% uh, in other words a bond rally mm. uh, or they may actually end up to 2% uh, and obviously their views are divided on the back of whether the taper is going to come imminently or not uh, however you know my views are more lopsided on the downside near term rather than the upside so i think the event Uh, that the bond yields do go to two percent is higher uh, in comparison to it going to one. If we talk about the valuations and earnings at the moment, see if we look at the quarterly uh, results, and that is June quarter. Sequentially, if we compare, because year to year may not be comparable because there was lockdown last year, but sequentially, if we see the earnings momentum has not con- continued because of various reasons. Few sectors got great growth, and some sectors could not even. Uh, you know they had negative uh, uh, profit and sales overall uh, does it worry you when we talk about uh, elevated uh, valuations as far as indian markets go absolutely uh, you know so earnings uh, downgrades is one of the key risks that we are worried about and uh, to some extent if you notice over the last three quarters for one reason or the other earnings have continued to get upgraded you know so let's say in the in the month in the quarter of september last year the view was that the festive season may not be as robust uh, because we were just coming out of a lockdown quarter after the first wave uh, but you know uh, quite surprisingly the festive last year turned out to be very good mm. uh, in that point in time earnings uh, were upgraded and uh, the view was that maybe that was pent up demand mm. by the december quarter the view was that the corporates may not be able to sustain the cost cuts that they did between april to september uh, but corporates again surprised positively uh, and not only did they continued with their cost cuts uh, but they also were very successful 
in converting a lot of their fixed cost into variable cost. And once again, that there was a reason for earnings to be get, to be upgraded. Uh, come the March quarter this year, uh, you know there was a view that with the massive rally in the commodity prices globally, that will come to hurt margins. Uh, while the margins did get hurt, uh, they were not hurt to the magnitude that was being feared. Mm. Uh, and the reason for that was a lot of old uh, cheap price inventory, both finished goods inventory and the raw material inventory, which was historical inventory of low price. Uh, you know that helped uh, corporates make you uh, know uh, deliver better margins. So 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 far, for one reason or the other, corporate earnings have kept on surprising positively. Um, uh, and on the back of that, consensus earnings have also continuously just kept getting upgraded. Uh, YTD this calendar year as well, uh, earnings for FY22 Nifty has got upgraded by seven percent. Uh, while some a large part of that has come on the back of commodity prices rally. Uh, you know, we do think that there are two concerns now that the commodity rally itself is reversing, hmm. number one. Number two, uh, the the kind of demand that is already built up, uh, you know, going into festive this year, uh, rural uh, demand, etc. All of that, uh, I think, is now quite lofty. And there's a reason why earnings may not actually be in line with what the street is expecting. This time, there may be a disappointment. Hmm. But uh, at the same time, you are... Uh there is an expectation that the capex cycle is going to see a strong revival led by psu or uh, and then of course the private participation uh, don't you think that will convert or translate into good earnings so nasreen we are very bullish on the capex cycle uh, we are in fact calling uh, it as a 2003 moment for india mm. uh, and why 2003 is important because that was the start of the previous capex upcycle which lasted for nine years. Uh, you know, so we think that India is just at the beginning of a new KPEC cycle. Uh, so we are very bullish. Uh, in a, however, purely again, coming back to our market views from a tactical perspective, if the market's overall correct, uh, you know, so will the industrial stocks or the KPEX facing stocks. But if you are an investor which, who can look beyond uh, the three to four months of the market downside, uh, I, I do think that this is a sector... Uh, which one should play on for uh, for a for a good cycle over the next five to seven years going forward. And uh, the reason why I would emphasize on the cycle again is that we have seen in the past that margins, working capital cycle, return ratios, and the capex cycle are all connected. Mm. Uh, last time, uh, you know, when the cycle went, or you know, when the cycle was positive for nine years, as I spoke about the return ratios in the sector went up by threefold uh, to over 30%. Uh, you know, even if the return ratios this time don't go by, by, don't go by threefold on the back of high base, there is a reason to believe that the return ratios may at least double. And even if that happens, I think the sector which is currently trading at a long-term average valuations uh, definitely has a, has a large uh, or, a, or a lot of scope uh, for valuation re-rating to continue over the years, you know, so we are very bullish on capex cycle long term. Uh, however, uh, you know, if the markets were to correct over the next few months, I think it will pull those stocks down as well. Okay. Near term. Okay. So, lastly, one question: uh, Do you think currently the Indian markets uh, are in a bubble now, uh, and the bull market, the bull run, is going to end soon? 
I wouldn't uh, say that, Nasreen. I, uh, you know, are the markets expensive? I think yes. Uh, is there a need for some correction uh, for the market momentum to continue long term or a stable market momentum to continue? I, I again think yes. Mm-hmm. But I will not say that the market is in a bubble uh, for sure. Uh, because as i said that uh, you know the economic activity in india is actually doing quite well there is a proper policy from the government or a vision from the government to revive the economy on the back of supply stimulus in comparison to the demand stimulus that people were expecting earlier so i think supply stimulus is uh, going to bring economic benefits more long term demand stimulus may have brought in some benefits short term but i think sub- supply stimulus is more sustainable economic recovery so which is again a positive we've also seen the reform momentum for the from the government continuous uh, continuing and they've come up with a lot of reforms even during covid uh, you know so on the back of all of these i do think that india as a economy is doing pretty well uh, earnings as i was talking about uh, you know yes we can argue that currently looks a little lofty but once the earnings are downgraded to meaningful levels uh, you know uh, earnings momentum in uh, earnings growth momentum in india is likely to continue and on the back of that i think we will have a healthy market uh, all that we are calling for is a is about a 10% correction to the markets mm-hmm. uh, you know to just take the fluff away uh, and for markets to be priced rightly uh, in context of the earnings growth which is more likely to get delivered Okay, Amish. On that note, thanks a lot for speaking to us and sharing your insights. And also, thanks a lot for giving your time. We wish you good health. Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you, Nafeen. For feedback, you can write to me at nasreen.s@lifemint.com, or you can reach out to me on Twitter at Nasreen Story. You can also reach out to us at HT Smartcast. We are present on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And to listen to more podcasts like this, you need to log on to www.htsmartcast.com. This was a Mint production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.